Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Hello, Shayla. How are you, Bry? I'm doing great. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, I'm glad to be back, I guess. We are co-hosts, so... We, we I'm u- here every week, I think. We usually are here together every week. So far, we have been through yep. season three, and we are on week episode four. Four, Is yes. that right? Of season three? Yep. Isn't that crazy? Time flies when you're having fun. That's what they say. Hey, if this is your first time, welcome to the Be Different podcast. We said it in the intro, but we are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about what, Shayla? People being different. People being different. If you are a repeat listener, welcome back. Welcome back. We are so glad to have you back. And if you have not done what yet, Shayla? (laughs) (laughs) If you have not left a review, if you have not given that five-star rating, stop right now, hit pause, and go do that. Um, We have been asking, and we know more than the number of reviews we have, we know there's more listeners. More listeners. There than are that. more. Yeah. Please. Um, and again, it, it helps us out and, and we'll say it every week. If, if our, pa- if our podcast, um, impacts you, um, share it. Yeah. Because I, I say it almost every week, Brian, sharing is caring. Is caring. I feel like we're switching <laughs> roles this week. We're just keeping you on your toes. Yeah. Because if you've come back, we got to make sure you keep coming back. But in regard to the review, and the rating, it is important because we all have so much information. This last week, I was purchased, I, I haven't bought them yet, but we have built a cornhole set from scratch. Love cornhole. And I need to buy bags because while we can build the set, I'm not going to, we're not going to build the actual cornhole bag. You don't so. want me to get my sewing machine out? and No, some. no, we're not going to do that. Went to Amazon, like we all do, and then you start reading what, Shayla? The reviews. That's right, because I don't know which ones to buy. So when people go to a podcast, they want to they want to listen to a podcast that's going to impact them, and they're reading reading the reviews. So that's why we need you to leave a review. There we go. We're going to keep asking. <laughs> Every week. Every week, <laughs> keep asking. Uh, we have been married 22 years, almost. Uh, we are heading towards that that anniversary date later this year, and we we have two kids. Uh, Addison is finishing up her sixth grade year, and Kason is finishing up his second grade year. So we're just sharing real life examples from our life, our marriage. Uh, we've had we've had a pretty interesting story. So if you have not been with us before, we talk a lot about our story at the end of season one. You can go check that out. But really, each week, each episode is just helping you navigate life. In the last few weeks, Shayla, we've had a pretty pretty fun series. Yeah, it. I I loved brainstorming with you about this one. Um, do you really? Because I I do because this is one that we are very passionate about, right? Yeah, the last, this is, last three this, weeks have been. Yeah, the series is something that if somebody would have given us this nugget <laughs> years ago, um, it would have changed a lot in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and so we're just passionate about sharing, um. 
even if you have a perfectly healthy marriage, um, some of these things, again, can just help guard what God um, intends to be sacred. Yeah. Um, so that. so that's our, our passion. I, I, this is probably when we do our, our marriage weekends, this is probably one of um, my favorite topics because I'm so passionate about this one because uh, it, it cuts deep for me. <laughs> well, and you, you, you nailed it. You said we're passionate about this whole series, right, about guarding your marriage. But I, I would probably say we probably were warned a little bit maybe through pre-counseling or pre, pre-marriage counseling. Um, but I th- we talked about it, I think, on week one of this series. There are some natural boundaries when you first get married because a lot of times your eyes are just for your spouse. You're in love. Like, it's there's just a natural boundary that you don't even know that's there. Yeah. But you are absolutely correct. If somebody would have said, hey, listen, Brian and Shayla, in five years from now mm-hmm. or in 10 years from now or in 20 years from now, you are going to experience this in your marriage. And you may not think so right now, but down the road you will. Yeah. That would have been huge. And if somebody could have given us that tool for yeah. for our, our toolbox, yeah. um, man, I think we would have utilized it. So here's the thing. The last few weeks we've talked a lot about, well, we've talked only about guarding your marriage. We talked the first week about what are boundaries. We talked about guarding your marriage from extended family in week two. And then in last week we talked about guarding your marriage from friendships. And so we do encourage you to go back to the couple who's been married 20 plus years, 30 plus years, whatever it might be, this is for you. To the couple who's been married less than 20 years, this is for you. To the couple who has been married less than 10 years, this is for you. And to the couple who are just in that honeymoon phase, like less than five years, less than a year, this is for you. And I will say, if you are single, Take notes because this is for you. Yep. Would you agree? I 100% agree, yeah. All right, good. We gr- we're agreeing today. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, guarding your marriage. So we're going to talk about today about the opposite sex. And this is one of those that you just said a few minutes ago. During our weekend marriage experience, you were like, let's go. I mean, we always, you know, we obviously brainstorm leading up to the weekend. And then we, we brainstorm and really talk about okay what are we going to talk about throughout the next session what what real life situations do we want to share and you're always like I got this one and I just (laughs) almost sit back and add some color commentary because you have been we have been impacted greatly by this obviously in our marriage yeah Uh, if you have not listened to our story end of season one episode 11 and 12 I stepped out on the marriage and that near I will say it destroyed us it did yes we were over yeah I was going to say nearly, but it didn't nearly destroy us. It, it did. It destroyed us. And we had two choices. We had one, get a divorce, or two, take all those broken pieces and rebuild something stronger, better, and healthier. Yep. And we made the decision to take all those broken pieces and build something stronger, better, and healthier. And, and we are here to tell you today... This is going to be, this will be a difficult episode for some, and we may lose subscribers from today. I'll just say that Uh because you are going to listen and go, that's, that's dumb. That's ridiculous. That doesn't make sense. And we're okay with that if, because we want to push you to at least think about it. I mean, we're not okay with you not subscribing, but (laughs) we are okay with, with poking you just a little bit. Yeah. We we need to challenge you. We want to challenge you today. Yeah. If there, if there's something that we say and you're like, eh, I don't know about that one. Mm, Lean into that because it just takes 
what did we talk about, Brian? One misstep. One misstep to lead to an, a disaster. And, and that's kind of what today's episode is going to be about. Like, how do we guard... You know, Brian, I, I love how you said this is for the single person. Mm-hmm. This is per, for the dating couple. Okay. This is for the newlyweds. This is for if you've been married 30 plus years. Um, it, you have to guard and keep your eyes fixed, right? That even the slightest little glimpse of the opposite sex, even if it's a friendship, if it's a coworker, um, whatever it might be, the situation might be, you have got to protect your marriage. And, um, Brian, I think back to an example, um, not too long ago, it's probably been within the last five years of, of an example of a text message thread between myself and and another guy in our life group again he was married i'm married and and the text message goes like this and the guy's name is justin and justin sends me a text and it says hey shayla are you home (laughs) some of you are (laughs) listening going oh gosh here we go where is this going and i respond back yes three exclamation points Mm mm-hmm and he says, good, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And I respond back with a gif of like the is, little girl. Is, is it a gif or, gif a, or a gif? Uh, whatever it is. I don't even know. We're old. Uh, I don't the know. The only reason I said that is because somebody's going to say that was a, that's supposed to be a gif. Whatever it is. And then if, if you said gif, somebody would have been like. It's a gif. It's a gif. Anyways, of the little girl who's like so excited. You all know that okay? one. You all have used that one before. Everybody has. So there, I'm going I'm to paint, paint the picture to the story. So a married man texting me. Hey, are you home? Now, our friend Justin, he was coming over to um, build a a garage organizer, one of those things that, you know, all the kids throw all their shoes in. And, you know, I had dreams of it looking like the Joanna Gaines thing. (laughs) It doesn't look like that. I mean, Justin did a great job. but The shoes don't even go in the thing. The shoes now sit in front of the thing. In front of the thing. And there's no backpacks hooked on the hooks that we bought, you know, five years ago. Anyways, we all have projects like that. The whole situation of Justin texting me, me excited because I wanted this garage organizer for a really long time because I was tired of tripping over the shoes that were still tripping over. Um, but, but as a listener, you're probably thinking, why were you texting the opposite sex and he was texting you back? But Brian, what you and I do, we have a non-negotiable rule in our marriage that if I'm texting the opposite sex. If you are texting the opposite sex, we're, we're including each other on that text message thread. Yeah. And and I want the listener to know that I also put Justin's wife on that text message thread. So there was four of us on this text message thread because I would never want Justin's wife to pick up his phone. And read a text message thread between the two of us that was just the two of us. Yeah, when you when you take what you just said out of context, it's it's a completely different conversation. Are you home? Yes. yes exclamation point. <laughs> Be there in fifteen minutes, and then you can't wait, right? You send you send over the the, the girl, just you know, like super, super excited, yeah, super excited. And, and you might be listening and saying, "Hey, 
oh cool like we do that check we do, we do a group text perfect this is affirmation for you yes pat yourself on the back and say and tell your spouse hey we're doing a great job yeah if you don't that's why we're challenging you this happens with every text message every every text message this is um whether and, and again the, the example you're sharing you are sharing these are people that we were doing life with mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give a present day example a couple in our life group today that we are doing life with it is the same thing yep there it, there is no well because it's kaylee i'm okay texting her mm -hmm. because it's jay shayla you're okay texting him no it's not there's no because it's so and so it's okay yeah and 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 i would I, I we will also strongly suggest even if it's family so let's say if i'm texting your sister for something yes it's family but, but at the end of the day it's not well we've all heard we've those all heard stories. This, yeah where so yeah, yeah you, a divorce happens and all of a sudden they run off with their sister-in-law or their brother-in-law you just can't be too careful. You can never let your guard down. And and here's the other thing that I'm going to to challenge the listener, okay? Again, we're talking, let's just say, text message, well, we're phone calls, we're, well, we're gonna, emails. Yeah, we're going to go through all of them. But <clears throat> whatever that, it might that be. That was just the way to start the, the conversation. Yeah. Whatever the, the line of communication is, okay? If you have zero intention of bumping up against that boundary. Because yep, we talked about that week one. Mm -hmm. When you when you're driving down the road, the guardrail's not there for you to bounce your car along to see is it gonna hold, hold me? me. Yeah. It's to keep you away, far away from the danger zone yeah. to keep you on the right path. Yeah. So if if you have zero intentions of bumping that that guardrail, okay? I mean, your marriage is healthy. I mean, straight as an arrow, drive yeah, down the there middle is, of the road. There is eyes straight forward just for your spouse. Hands 10 and 2. 10 and 2. Um, riding the brake. Um, the person you are talking to, the opposite sex, they might not be in the same situation. And when you give that person, male or female, depending on which sex you are, attention by a text message a phone call an email whatever line of communication it is your intentions are no their intentions might be oh mm -hmm. and what happens is the person you're talking to the opposite sex maybe they're longing for that attention from the from the opposite sex maybe their marriage is falling apart maybe their relationship that they're in you know is falling apart and so they're going to seek that from someone and maybe they don't care if you're married maybe they don't care if you're dating somebody and and you have no intentions of bumping that guardrail they may be taking that and the conversation starts back and forth and back and forth and before you know it you're already bumped up to that guardrail because then maybe you're like, oh, I see that he or she needs the attention. Um, man, she's, he or she has opened up about their marriage, you know, to me, you know, wow, they, they, they trust me. Yeah. And they and start just justifying behavior like, well, they need me. Yeah. They need somebody there. I feel sorry for them. Don't do it. Yeah. And, and you make a really good point when, when our affection is not met 
by our spouse, we will seek it somewhere else. Absolutely. Because we were designed to live in community. We were designed to feel affection from those that we love and that those from those that love us. And, and when we don't receive that from our spouse, we will seek it somewhere else. Yeah. Probably not intentionally right away, but you will, once you start to feel that a little bit, you're like, oh. But it's a slippery slope. That, that, that felt good. And I'm not even talking about something physical. I'm talking about emotional, mm-hmm. like, oh, that text message back felt good. Mm-hmm. Or that direct message on Instagram felt good. Or that like button felt good. Or that comment felt good. And, and we're going to get there. But, but the whole idea here is you cannot be too careful. No. Shayla, I'm reminded of a story from a few years ago, probably around the same time. Um, our son, Kaysen, was in preschool. And it, it was, a, I, don't, I don't think it was uh, the Easter egg hunt. Remember, we used to walk mm. like three oh, blocks yeah. away to the, the local college and, and uh, you know. You, it was like herding it cats. It wasn't an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> I mean, if you've been to a preschool Easter egg hunt, it's not. It just dumped Easter eggs and then it's just a free-for-all. Just go and then, you, you know, you, you got to count. Now, make sure you don't get more than 15 eggs. <laughs> and I sure, I'm sure they didn't put candy in there. They probably put... You know, we probably spider can't. rings. That's Halloween. That's trick or treat. Oh well, I probably mean, it's like leftover. <laughs> bunny rings. I don't know. <laughs> but all right, back on track. So as we're walking, we're we're walking behind the kids, and I remember a little girl walked up to Kason, like kind of, be, and said, "Kason, can I hold your hand to walk to the park?" And he looked at her and said, "No." <laughs> but you know, and we laugh about that. But but you think about in a non-COVID environment, isn't that kind of our office behavior? Yeah. Right. Like. Okay, it's not going to be so drastic where Susie walks up to, to Tim and says, hey, Tim, can I hold your hand as we walk through the hallway to our, our 10 o'clock meeting? It's not that obvious. If it was, it'd be really weird. And if that's happening, make sure you're not holding hands to your 10 o'clock conference call or 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock meeting. But it, it's kind of the same behavior mm-hmm. because we'll, we will know other people's schedule. We, hey, let, hey, let's walk to that meeting together. Hey, let's go do that together. Let's go to lunch together. And, and before you know it, like you just said, a slippery, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. And before you know it, you're so far in, you're like, and then you, you, then you convince yourself it's okay. We're just friends. Mm. It's innocent. I promise nothing's going to happen. And that's where it happens. And that's where it happens. Yeah. Because you justify that behavior. I enjoy being with that person. He makes me laugh. I enjoy being with her. She understands me. Uh, nobody has ever talked to me the way that he talks to me. I mean, it, it you guys, it's, it's, and, and I will say, a lot of us have probably been there. I lived it. We lived it. But even when you feel it's innocent, ultimately it's not. It's not. Because no. it's starting to eat away at your heart and eat away at your relationship. Well, and again, it's starting that wedge between you and your spouse. Yeah. And you may not even know it. Yeah. And and that's why I hope this podcast, it doesn't even allow you to, to get there, right? Yeah. And... Um, you know, Brian, I, uh, I, I, I'm so like overwhelmed and passionate about this, you know, for the, for the listener, just don't even put yourself in a vulnerable position, a vulnerable situation with the opposite sex. You know, we talked about it like communication. That's a big one, right? Um, you know, and it might even be, let's just say in in the, in the workplace, it's like, Hey, do you want to go grab lunch together? It could even be something as simple as. Hey, is that seat open next to you yes. in the meeting? Again, pre-COVID, but think about, you know, hey, is that, hey, is that seat open next to you? And, and in, in your mind, you might be thinking, well, of course I wouldn't go to, to lunch with the opposite sex. 
but are you intentionally sitting by somebody at a meeting? At a meeting, yeah. Are you are you intentionally walking by their cubicle, hoping that you can get their attention to get them to turn around? I mean, you guys, it there it is. You have to be on guard all the time. All the time. And and I love what you said. Like, just don't put yourself in that vulnerable position. Yeah. Like, don't like if you can eliminate yourself from that situation, do it. Is it awkward sometimes? Yes. Yeah. Is it worth saving your marriage? Absolutely. Like, I mean, there have been times where I have removed myself from situations, completely backed out of it because it did not feel right. And trust that gut, man. You know, if, you know, a, a guy starts, you know, talking to me about, hey, I know you guys have a, you know, marriage ministry and this is what I'm going through. I'm like, urge, time out. Here's Brian's information. Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk to me about this. You know, it's not that I don't care. It's I love my marriage more than than trying this to help, conversation. Trying to help your marriage. Yep. And 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 Shayla, I, I want to be very clear to the listener. If, if you are in this position right now, with you're not in an affair, but you have found yourself just dabbling or looking at you know, and and, when it, and, and just conversations with the opposite sex, friendships, coworkers, whatever. This must stop. Like this behavior has to stop today. You are on the path to ruin. Your spouse will find out. You will get caught. You will not be able to sleep at night. This is not worth it. Mm-mm. The behavior must stop. Stop now before it becomes an affair. Yeah. Uh, Shayla, when you think about when, and, and we know our audience, uh, it's a wide range of, of people and their faith. But if you ask somebody who is not a follower of Jesus, they don't have much faith background. If you said, have you heard of the Ten Commandments? What would most people say? Yeah, sure. I mean, they they would know like, oh, is that, isn't that like the Big Ten church rules? Like, the Big Church Ten. <laughs> say that backwards. <laughs> they would say, yeah, that's a that's a list of rules, right? As a as a as a religious person, you can't you know, you, there's ten things you can't you do, can't right, do, or whatever, yeah. right? And the, and if you said, hey, can you name some of them? They might say like, oh, I think you not. I I think murder's on there, and, but I guarantee. Most people would say, well, isn't, isn't there something about like having an affair? And then, you know, you would, yeah, do not commit adultery. So people know like having an affair or adultery is on a list. Even if you're not a, a, a spiritual person, um, you have no faith background at all or foundation. Most of us would say, hey, it's probably not good to cheat on your wife or husband. Would you agree? I mean, like well, sure having an affair, so. like yeah. just morally, that's yeah. not. Morally, I mean, it's wrong. Yeah. Well, here's what it says in scripture. Because I, I think it's 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 very important to understand what we're dealing with here. And in Matthew five, this is Jesus. the The letters are in red, and we know that when the red, letters are in red, you, you better listen. You listen. You better pay attention. Pay attention. It's the words of Jesus, and he says, "You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery." So he's referencing the Ten Commandments. You've already heard this. You know that you should not commit adultery. It's on the list of the Ten Commandments. But Jesus says this, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And I will change the wording. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a man lustfully has already committed adultery with him in her heart. Right? So it's, ba- it's, one, it's both ways. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. So what Jesus is saying, 
you may not be committing adultery. You may not physically be having an affair right now, sleeping with somebody else, whatever's going on. That might not be happening, but you walking past somebody's cubicle because you're like, I want to see what he's wearing today. I like the smell of his cologne. I want to see what she's wearing today. Uh, I hope my neighbor's out and I'm going to stay, stay out a little bit longer when I come home to, to maybe have a conversation in the driveway. Jesus, you find yourself looking at their social media page all the time. That is what Jesus is saying. You, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus is all about a heart change. He's not about behavior modification. He's about a heart change. And he's saying you've already committed adultery. So it's better for you to lose an eye to stop looking. It's better for you to lose one hand to stop acting. And we're telling you right now, we have to stop this behavior. We have to stop this behavior. Shayla, we, we could talk. We, I think we say this a lot on the, on the podcast. This is one that we have always talked about. We could have it, an entire one-day workshop on just boundaries. Yeah. Obviously, we've, we've <laughs> over the last three weeks, this is our, our fourth week of talking about boundaries, and we can't stop today. Like, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna shift in the middle of this episode because of time and, and because we don't want to fly through this. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to have part one, part two. We didn't Ooh. talk about, th- we didn't talk about this before. Good. Because I have more things to say. <laughs> I can see you're, yeah, I'm over here just, just preaching on, on Matthew and you're just over there going, shut up so I can start talking <laughs> because I, 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 we would do you, we would do you injustice, the listener, if we would fly through the rest of this, we owe it to you to share with you the, the, the reason why this is so important. We only talked about text messages, and really, we we weren't even going to get into that yet. But I want to talk about phone calls, Shayla. I want to talk about um, social media. I mean, it, it is that's a whole new realm of things that we didn't deal with when we were going through our issues. Mm-hmm. You know, fourteen, fifteen years ago, there are so many things that fall into this category of the opposite sex that that I just want to keep going. Yeah. Are you speechless right now? No. Because you're waiting for part two for next <laughs> I'm, week. I'm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Because if I start, it's going to keep rolling out. <laughs> okay. At the end of the day, to recap, one misstep can lead to a disaster. We've said it before. We're going to keep saying it. Uh, we We know that by putting boundaries around your marriage, you're protecting what God intended to be kept sacred. And for the listener today... Um, my challenge to you is do not, I repeat, do not put yourself in a vulnerable position, situation, whatever it might be, with the opposite sex. Just be aware, be on guard, because Satan, he's such a jerk. He's waiting for that little crack, for that one text message thread to go the wrong way because he loves to wreck your marriage. He loves to wreck your family. He loves to wreck relationships. So Mm. I'm going to say this one more time. Do not put yourself in a vulnerable position, a vulnerable situation with the opposite sex. Be aware. You make such a great point. I think I've said that a dozen times today, but it, it is so true and reminded of if you are a follower of Jesus and your salvation is secure and Jesus is already one in your story, the enemy is still after you because he may not have your eternity, but he, he can wreak havoc while you're still on earth. 
and he wants nothing more than to destroy your marriage. Absolutely. And he will use the opposite sex more often than not to to try to destroy your marriage more so than any other thing in this world, I promise you, because we were designed to be in community together. And when you step outside the boundary of your marriage to seek that somewhere else, the enemy has you exactly where he wants you. Yeah, we, we've got to keep the mindset that our marriage is sacred. And, with, and the mindset that there's a spiritual battle going on every yes. single day. Yes. You know, whether it's something that pops up on your feed, something you see on TV, you're scrolling through Netflix, you're like, oh, I'll watch that movie, and all of a sudden there's nudity in it. I mean, there are... Okay, we could keep going. <laughs> part two. Part two. Maybe part three. But, but you are on the path to ruin. Absolutely. The enemy wants to destroy your marriage. Uh, you are, you are, and you're probably going to destroy another marriage in the process. Yeah. And here's the thing. You might be a follower of Jesus and your, your, your marriage might, might have a strong faith background, but if he can, if the enemy can wedge the opposite sex into that, to where you're looking and, and all of a sudden you're on a path to, to destruction and divorce, he's wrecking generations to come. Hmm. He's wrecking your family. He's wrecking your kids. They will live with this divorce for the rest of their life. And, and he is destroying you because of what you're doing with your eyes and your attention right now. You might not think that, mm-hmm. but fast forward a year, five years, 10 years, right now your behavior could lead to divorce. One misstep, misstep. can lead to a disaster. And, and nothing is innocent, right? You might be listening and saying, Brian and Shayla, like my, my, my relationship with my coworker, it's, it's innocent. We're like we're best yeah. friends. We do everything together. Like it, you know. Our spouses are okay with this. Mm, I'm going to have you check yourself. Is it really innocent? Is it really innocent? Because we have got to guard our marriage. Because that innocent friendship, that innocent relationship, it can turn so fast. And again, it's like an avalanche on the side of a mountain. You're just mm. rolling down a pit of destruction. All right. Big breath. Exhale. Shayla, we made it. Made it through part one. We didn't even know we were going to do part one, part two. Now you got to come back. If you heard this is your first time, you got to come back next week to part two. I told you I'm passionate. I know you are, and I'm so grateful for that. Uh, We know that when boundaries are put around a marriage, you can have something that you never dreamt of before. Yep. We know. We've lived it. Uh, Come back next week for week two of putting boundaries around your marriage with the opposite sex. It is so important to guard your marriage. This is the one that there cannot be any gray area. It has to be black and white. You cannot bump up against the guardrails when it comes to opposite sex. So we will come back next week for part two. Uh, As always, thank you for being a part of our community. Be sure to share this podcast. Uh, Hit that copy button on the link. Send it to somebody this week. Send them a text message and say, hey, I've been listening to the Be Different podcast with Brian and Shayla. I think you'd enjoy this. And that just helps get the word out there. Uh, When you see our post on social media, make sure to hit that like button. Hit that follow button if you do not already. And uh, we will be back next week Shayla thank you it's been fun it's been great and uh, remember this week so important in the situation with the opposite sex take a moment think about am I doing the right thing am I protecting my marriage in this moment and if not put boundaries around it it sounds simple but it takes very intentional work so this week we believe in you you can do this and make sure you are being different 